Hey guys, just before going to the actual episode, a quick announcement. So this episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to do about Airbnb, which is the most widely used platform by digital nomads to book their accommodation. I hope you find this series useful. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined by the co-host, Jack. Today, we're going to talk about in which scenarios you should consider not using Airbnb as your accommodation. I'm going to start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Mr. Jack are going to talk about which kind of problem you're trying to solve with this episode. After that, we will talk about in which place within our broader digital nomad life system this topic would better fit in. Third, we will talk about the four main scenarios in which you should consider other types of accommodations apart from Airbnb. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So, the topic we're going to talk about today is when not to use Airbnb and when it's better to use other options. So, I think a way to illustrate this problem is to talk about the next trip I'm going to have after this pandemic. Um, so, Mr. B, I'm thinking about going to Japan. Okay. Uh, there's a small city called Oita. On yeah. The coast. Um, uh, I think I heard about it. I think you told me about it last year. The the fact that you wanted to go there. I'm not sure why you want to go there. I mean, there's a ferry. Uh, you can you can take the ferry from there to other island. Okay. Sounds really cool. Okay. And I think it would be kind of cool to live next to the coast mm-hmm. and eating some fresh seafood. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. So well, the problem I face here is I was looking around to book accommodation mm-hmm. maybe next year. And I found they aren't a lot of options for Airbnb, but instead the hotel prices are quite affordable. Um, this is kind of kind of goes against what we sort of preaching that we should always choose Airbnb as yeah. the default option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, um, which one's better? So yeah, I think as you said, the, the example in which you just illustrated it can be a good leeway to the problem we are trying to tackle with this episode. And as you said, I mean, the way you should see Airbnb is as the default or the go-to option when you are looking for accommodation as a digital nomad. But of course, Airbnb is not the only game in town, right? There are other types of accommodation from hotels, as you mentioned, to hostels, couch surfing. But yeah, I think the, the problem we gonna try to tackle today is exactly as you said alternative scenarios in which the default option i.e airbnb would not be the best type of accommodation or if there are other types of accommodation that 
are equally as good as Airbnb. So this is more like a tool in the toolbox that you can use on your digital nomad journey. Yeah, when when appropriate. Yeah. So as usual, I think we should link this topic to our digital nomad life system.、Mm-hmm. And for you, the audience who don't know what the system is, it is a six-step system that aims to help people go from a normal life into a fully optimized digital nomad life. The topic fits the third step in our digital nomad life system. The third step is called base research and arrangements, and we can understand the third step as the stage in which the nomad needs to make the key arrangements and research related to his soon-to-be base. Of course, among the key arrangements, the accommodation. Is something the nomad needs to be considering. More specifically, the type of accommodation, i.e., Airbnb, hotel, hostel, or any other alternative type, is one of the key things in which the digital nomad needs to decide. If you want more information about our digital nomad life system, I would advise people to go back to our episode number two and have a listen. There, we give a general overview of the whole system. All right, so let's go into the main topic of today, which we're going to describe four scenarios that we think Airbnb might not be the best option for you. So the first scenario is when the living cost of your destination is low. It is fair to assume that in most cities, Airbnb will be the cheaper option, at least if we compare to hotels. Nonetheless, there are some cities where the cost of living is so low that hotels might be a better option when comparing to Airbnb. And the reason why that's the case is because hotels are used by both locals and foreigners. On the other hand, Airbnb is only used by foreigners, or at least the great majority of people staying on Airbnbs are foreigners. Due to this sort of asymmetry between the customer demographics, only hotels are compelled to set their prices in accordance with the rest of prices paid by locals. If the city has a low cost of living. Then it is likely hotel prices will also be low. Conversely, since Airbnb mostly appeals to foreigners, Airbnb hosts can set whatever prices they think foreigners would be willing to pay when visiting the city. Which means that they can set what is called foreigner prices, and of course, this rule is not absolute, but it's generally true. When we compare a hotel and an Airbnb that have more or less the same quality in terms of the accommodation in cheap cities around the world, so if we think about Southeast Asia, for instance, it is a part of the world in which the cost of living is quite low, and it's very common to find hotels in the city center that are cheaper than the Airbnb options offered in the same area. I think me and you, Jack, we already had exactly this experience in Southeast Asia, right? So we stayed there, and simply when we compared Airbnb and hotels, hotels were 
a better deal. That is not to say that Airbnb were really expensive. And of course, if you prefer the whole Airbnb experience in terms of staying in a place by yourself, like a place that feels more like home, you would still choose that. But if price is your major consideration, then in such cases, in cities that are really cheap, perhaps hotel are a better option. I see. So the second scenario we have here is a small city. Mm-hmm. So it's quite obvious that if you go to the small city, the mm-hmm. last likely there will be a good option for Airbnb. If any, right? There yeah. are some Sometimes small cities. Like, no. There are no Airbnbs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, depending how small the city is. Yeah, and this is quite reasonable since Airbnb usually target for foreigners. Yeah. So since hotels are more a traditional form of accommodation, mm-hmm. therefore it's usually everywhere. Mm-hmm. So as a rule of thumb, if you're going to the small city, it's better for look for a hotel. Just like what we you have about. higher chances to find basically. Yeah, just like what we talk about the city I was looking to go, mm-hmm. Oita. Mm-hmm. I think it's better for me to get a hotel. Yeah, in this case yeah. because yeah. you don't have a lot of Airbnb options and the ones that you do have uh since they, these are targeted to foreigners they tend to be a higher price. Yeah. I agree. So the third scenario that we think you probably shouldn't choose Airbnb is when you want to socialize on the trip. So if you're a very extroverted person and you can pretty much make friends everywhere then probably you can ignore the advice that will follow. On the other hand, if you're like most people and you want to socialize in a trip, then it seems to me that you will be better off by staying in hostels or using a service called Couchsurfing. So when you think about hostels, uh, we know that we, you will be staying in a place that will provide a very, you know, relaxed vibe where people generally are open to meet other travelers. And this is because they generally have a lot of common areas, either a kitchen or a lounge. And it's just, it's just the vibe of the place. It's like people are there to meet other people, especially other travelers. Now, if you think about couch surfing, it's slightly different. But still, the general pretext is of socialization. So for people that are not familiar, Couchsurfing is the service that allows travelers to stay on the house of local hosts. A little bit like Airbnb. But you might be asking yourself, what is the difference between the socializing with a Couchsurfing host and an Airbnb host? Both might be locals. And the answer for that has to do with the host's attitude. So generally, there is a big difference in terms of the attitude of an Airbnb host and a couchsurfing host concerning the relation of themselves with their guests. So most Airbnb hosts see what they are doing more or less as a business. So they are less likely to be interested in socializing with the guests. Of course, there are exceptions, but this is the general trend I think most people observe. On the other hand, couchsurfing is almost free 
I believe you only need to pay like $3 a month. Therefore, Couchsurfing usually attracts hosts that are more directly interested in meeting and talking with their guests. Uh, there's no financial incentive whatsoever. So if they are willing to, to put their places in the website, most likely they really want to talk and, and meet new people. If you still would like to stay on an Airbnb, but at the same time you want to socialize, one good tip is that you can rent an Airbnb that has many rooms to rent. So most likely we'll be staying in a room and next to you, there will be another traveler that you can interact with. So even though the host might not be interested in talking to you, since there are many rooms in the same place, you're going to be able to meet other travelers. But still, I mean, have a go at couch surfing or hostels. These are great options as well. Yeah, as the travel blocker and Nomad Matt mentioned in his blog, the hostel is a cool place to hang out with people. And he also gave great tips on how to stay in hostels. So we are going to the last scenario here is what if you have little time in the destination? So in this last scenario, we are talking about situations where you have very little time in a place. Therefore, you want to save as much time as possible. And I think there are three main reasons why choosing a hotel or a hostel is a better option if compared to Airbnb in such scenarios. The first reason has to do with check-in and check-out. By staying in a hotel or hostel, you can avoid the whole trouble of needing to arrange a check-in and check-out time in the same way that you would need to do with an Airbnb host. Uh, the hotel simply you get there, you give your passport, and you can check in. Same thing for the checkout. And this can be a surprising way in which you can waste quite a bit of time, right? Sometimes uh, there is some sort of miscommunication between you and the host, or the host is late, or even yourself, you might be late. The second reason why Airbnb might not be a good option is because of directions, more specifically finding the specific location of the Airbnb. So this is a very big problem in cities that are kind of complicated to navigate. Think about places like Hong Kong or Marrakesh in Morocco that have very complicated streets and alleys. Sometimes simply finding the Airbnb location takes time. Hotels and hostels, on the other hand, are much easier because, you know, they are listed on things like Google Maps. Finally, the third reason why perhaps it's better not to choose Airbnb if you're staying very short in a place is because if you're staying on Airbnb, then you will need to take extra care of how you will leave the place once you check out. As we explained in a previous episode about reviews, Airbnb is a review-based website. Therefore, the way in which you leave the property and the subsequent review you receive based on that is very important for you because if you keep getting bad reviews, you won't get 
good places in the future. But to leave a place in a real nice condition, that demands some effort, right? You got to arrange things, perhaps throw out the garbage and things like that. And this extra effort necessarily demands extra time. Therefore, in such case, I think uh, hotels and hostels are a better option again. I see. So just a quick recap of this episode. So we have four scenarios that we think it's better for you to choose other accommodation rather than Airbnb. The first one will be the living cost of your destination is low. The second is the destination is a small city. The third one is you want to socialize on your trip. And the last one would be you have little time in the destination. So I think this is the end of episode. Uh, Mr. B, do you want to add anything to this? Yeah, I just would like to reiterate that we still think Airbnb should be your default option as a digital nomad. But as we said, it's always good to know the kind of situation where you should consider these other accommodation options such as hotels, hostels, or even couch surfing. I see. So if you enjoy this episode, and I hope you do, please leave a review on your listening platform. This is Jack, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.